Reading from Romans. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For no human being will be justified in his sight by deeds prescribed by the law, for through the law comes the knowledge of sin. But now, apart from law, the righteousness of God has been disclosed and is attested by the law and the prophets. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, since all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They are now justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a sacrifice of atonement by his blood, effective through faith. He did this to show his righteousness, because in his, because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over the sins previously committed. It was to prove at the present time that he himself is righteous and that he justifies the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of boasting? It is excluded. By what law? By that of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that a person is justified by faith apart from works prescribed by the law. The word of God, word of life. Good morning. So as Pace mentioned that our uh, third grade Bible milestone converges with our celebration of Reformation Sunday is not coincidental. Uh, so just as Martin Luther uh, was so aggrieved by the activities of the church that he sat with and actually slept with the ancient words of the Bible to understand them, we place Bibles into the palms of our youngest ones because we believe that they too have all that they need to read the Word of God and to be in relationship with God and that they already are in relationship with God. And just as Martin Luther believed that all should have access and wrestle with the mystifying and amazing promises of God, we encourage our kids to have questions we know that their path to faith won't be linear, but we, we do pray that it will be sticky. And then finally, uh, just as in and through the work of Martin Luther and the other reformers, emerged a powerful vision of God's grace that would change the world, we believe that a new vision and a new story is emerging through our youngest ones. That physically and tangibly placing these ancient words, this Bible, into small hands will have a way, will make a way to live and breathe and move in and through our children. And so on this Sunday and all Sundays and all days of the week, we endeavor to hold this promise close that through Jesus and the cross, God has already accomplished and continues to accomplish God's will for us and for the world. Amen? Our reading this morning is from Paul's letter to the Romans, and as one scholar put it, in this letter we are confronted with the universal cosmic horizon of the good news. How about that for a headline? 
Paul was writing to small groups of Christian believers in Rome, both Jews and Gentiles, to tell them that they were all in the same boat, all of them in the same boat. They were all falling short of God in one way or another. Call it the power of sin, the human condition, call it moral failures, systemic injustice. All of them were caught up in sin's sticky web, unable to free themselves by any action or deed or thought of their own doing. And just then, when we might be tempted to believe that all was lost, Paul had incredible news to share with the communities there, declaring that it has God, it is God who has had and will have the last word. God has already made things right with and for people through the gift of Jesus and the cross. And to receive the gift in Paul's words is to trust that it's available. This was breaking news indeed to the people to whom Paul wrote. This was breaking news to Martin Luther, who was tormented by his desire to be right with God. And I think if we're honest, no matter how many times we've heard about God's grace, or how many times we've sung about it, or shared it with others, or proclaimed it from the pulpit, it is still very much breaking news to us. So let this news just wash over you for just a moment, that because of what God has accomplished through Jesus and the cross, we are whole. We are right with God. We are honored by God right now, just as we are, if only we can trust that it's true. I don't know about you, but I'm up here wondering what is the catch? Surely I've missed something. I see some lawyers out there going, okay, I want to examine the fine print in this contract, God. You might have noticed in our text this morning that Paul likes to use these meaty theological terms like righteousness and justification, but the basic conundrum he is addressing is this. When and how will we fallible humans that we are living in a harmful world ever be right with God? And Paul provides an answer. When will we be, when will we be right with God right now? And how by trusting that it is so? When it comes down to it, I think that's what faith is, folks. It's trusting in this very promise, and I know it's not a simple matter. When I was first thinking about going to seminary and touring Luther in St. Paul, I met a prospective student from Africa who was also visiting there at the time. And I will never forget how he described his confidence in God's grace. He said that it was, quote, unquote, his pearl. 
After years of wrestling with his faith, struggling to believe that he was worthy of God's love, he said, I have finally found my pearl and I am never going to lose it. Imagine the gift of one exquisite pearl. You might put it in the palm of your hand and relish it, but as you head off into the busy, chaotic world, a pearl in the palm of your hand, even if it is a precious gift, is hard to keep track of. And I wonder if that's a little like keeping track of the pearl of our faith. And that pearl is that right now, everything is different because of what God has already accomplished and continues to accomplish. Not because of anything we have done or will do, but because in radical love, God was determined and is determined to have it just this way. That there are no more ifs, ands, or buts about it. No behavior or questions of the heart left to analyze. No powers of oppression too strong. There is simply God's love aimed squarely at you and you and you and you and your neighbor. And now there is only time and space and this freedom to move on from there. Maybe you, like me, need a reminder of this pearl today. Maybe you've never even heard about this pearl. Or maybe along the way, you have lost track of it. Maybe you tucked it way down, deep down in the pocket of your jeans so you wouldn't lose it, and now it's gone through the wash cycle along with that old receipt and that clump of Kleenex. Take it out again and roll it in the palm of your hand. God's radical love for you right now. God's radical love for all right now. Does it make a difference to you? I've got to tell you that it makes all the difference to me. I imagine that it's bigger and wider and more beautiful than I can even understand. But I believe that it will accomplish, it will lead, it will make a, a way to places that we can't even imagine. So my question for you this morning is, where might this pearl in the palm of your hand take you? Here I don't mean in terms of salvation or the hereafter, but what I do mean is where it might take you right now in the dailiness of living. What burdens no longer need to be carried by you? What needs do you have that are no longer needs? What ways of setting yourself apart are just simply no longer necessary. What judgments aimed at your own self or at others simply wash away? What kind of freedom will you find to be the very 
most real version of yourself to go and serve in this world. We spend a lot of time in this life bracing ourselves for the next headline. But look to this headline. Look to this bit of breaking news, not to the din of forces that would like to erode your trust in God, but to the good news that ever seeks your trust in God. It is done. You are dearly loved and redeemed. You have been given the most beautiful pearl the world has ever known. Now where will you go, go holding it in the palm of your hand? To God be the glory. Amen.